Hi, this is Sir Parikes. I'm talking today about split year and how you can double up, get two tax years for the price of one, double the allowances, double the, the tax saving. If you like what you see in, in this uh, webinar, like it, share it, subscribe to our channel, Project Partnership Living and Working Abroad, and, and stay connected with us and, and, and bring in your expat uh, friends living and working abroad. So let's let's get into it now. <clears throat> We've talked about and we talk with many clients about uh, living and working abroad and about um, um, about how uh, their day's residence or their work or their family or, or whatever situation is going to impact um, them when they're living and working abroad. And this is a key factor. Is a key factor. We're not talking about that with split year. Split year is a special set of rules when you're relocating abroad. So if you're going out from or into a country like the UK, that's when uh, you, you, you can be living and working abroad and, and, and take advantage of a split year treatment. What a split year treatment does, it gives you two tax years in one. Uh, but it's not black and white completely, as, as everything with, with our friends at, uh, in the tax office. What it gives you the opportunity to do is to have a personal allowance in two countries for the whole tax year. Even though you're only there for a short period of time, you get the, you get the coverage uh, for that whole period. So how could that work? Um, so it, if you're a tax resident in Cyprus and you relocated to the UK, you're, you can have a 19,500 tax allowance in Cyprus and a 12,500 tax allowance in, in the UK, all in one year. That's 27,000, 28,000. So it can make a big difference. It can make the difference between high rate tax and low rate taxes. It can make the difference between, um, you know, two, three thousand pounds tax saving in, in that transition year. So that, that's the issue that we're looking at. So let's consider how, how it works. First of all, and those that know me know that I'm not that good at graphics, but I've, I've done a bit of a graphic for you here. Uh, and just to try and illustrate that when we do, uh, when we have a, a tax year, what we have is worldwide income is taxed in, in the UK. <clears throat> so that's your income, your dividends, your royalties and your interest are all taxed on worldwide, as well as your gains, your property rental income, and your inheritance tax. The, the income and the dividends, the interest, the royalties are movable items, they're movable income. So they're taxed where you are tax resident. So if you're tax resident in the UK, you'll be taxed on those movable incomes those movable sources of taxable income in that year. Gains, rental, and inheritance tax are different. They, they're, they're fixed in the country where they arise. So if your gains is made on a property sale in Spain, that's where the capital gains tax would be applied. If the property sale is in the UK, that's where the capital gains tax will apply. If the... the uh, uh, it's slightly different with inheritance tax because inheritance tax is not based upon your residence. 
it's where you're from. So if you're British, you've got a liability to inheritance tax unless you're a 20 year plus uh, expat. That's a subject for a different scenario. So even with split, uh, every UK uh, citizen, domiciled citizen, whether resident or not, is liable to inheritance tax. So that's our graphic there. <clears throat> when you relocate abroad, you can get your residency permit, you can get your tax residency. Once you've got that tax residency number, you'll be taxed in that different jurisdiction. There's flexibility to do that on the timings, uh, which is okay. Um, as long as we're doing it prudently and we're not we're not dragging it on. There's a big case uh, that came up in the UK courts after 20 years, HMRC tribunal ruled in favour of the taxman uh, so that the, um, the the sale of the Matalan uh, uh, business, when it went public, uh, created a capital gains tax event. The owner tried to go expat and didn't quite do it right, tried to appeal for split, split year rules, failed to do that. So the capital gain was taxed and after appeal, it still left the 100 million pound tax bill at the end of 20 years. So there's a lot of tax that can be saved. So going back to our graphic, <clears throat> you've got uh, movable incomes, which you can uh, manage when you relocate abroad, but the gains, and the rental and the inheritance tax will stay with the UK. So when you go expat, what happens is that the movable income is lost and you're left with, still with a split year treatment, UK liability to capital gains, rental and inheritance tax. So that's two, that's three things to still manage. So even with a split year, you've still got income that's liable for tax in the UK. If it's a capital gain that you want to avoid, if you're a crypto investor, a share sale like Matalan or an investment sale, you can have a deferred tax as a UK expat uh, and, and defer that tax for up to five years. And, and to do that, you need to be go expat in the year before your tax residue. So you start the year uh, with a liability to, to, to full tax income. During a year, um, you've still got a liability to capital gains, even though you've used a split year rule. You've still got that capital gains liability. You've still got that property rental liability. We've still got the inheritance tax liability. The capital gains still applies in the year of a split year treatment because that is the rules. Now, if you go expat um, before the end of the tax year and then the following tax year, you choose to uh, dispose of investments or, or, or have your public business go public or your business sale proceed, um, or you sell your, decide to sell your crypto, then if it's in the next tax year, you can save the capital gains tax as well. So a split year treatment doesn't protect you from capital gains in the year of your transition. So you can leave um, in the middle of the uh, tax year, 
um, all your income up until the day that you leave, all your dividends, all your interest and royalties up until the day that you leave is, is taxed in the UK. The split year treatment, then after that time, the only liability you've got after applying a split year treatment is for the capital gains, property rental and inheritance tax. If you wait till the next year, then your capital gains is tax-free as well. So, um, and the basis that you've been a UK expat, it's a deferred liability. So if you remain expat, you won't pay tax on that gain uh, if you stay outside the UK for five years. Property rental income, property rental gains from UK property is always going to be a capital gains and a, a, an income tax in the UK. But that's good news because you could be earning uh, overseas as an expat and still have property rental income to use your personal allowance of 12,500 in the UK. So you're going to 12,500 without paying that 2,500 pound income tax in the UK because you're using your personal allowance. So that, that, that is a benefit of, of a split year treatment. <clears throat> Inheritance tax will stay with you forever. Now, the second thing about uh, a split year is you can't use it every year. You have to stay expat. So the automatic test for uh, an expat, one of the key questions is, have you been outside the UK or inside the UK in the last three years? Three years is relevant. And we're talking about three tax years. So if you've been outside the UK for three tax years, three whole tax years, um, then it potentially gives you the uh, option to use split year returning to the UK. So you've got, uh, you could use split year leaving or returning. So whichever way the relocation is, but you can't use it every year. So you use it selectively. So if you go out um, in April 22 of the UK, you might not need to use uh, split year on your exit and that's prudent because you've not earned any money yet and um, any business income or earnings may well be after that date so don't earn if you're leaving around the the, the, the middle of, of april but if you're leaving any time later you want to use your, your allowances and keep yourself away from high rate taxes and um, then you could apply a split year treatment the split year treatment doesn't protect you from capital gains tax you have to wait to the following April uh, before you start making, putting the property up for sale or the business up for sale or, or, or the uh, making the crypto sale decisions to, to capitalize that gain. So th those are things to consider. When you're returning to the UK, uh, you need to consider and make sure that the, the, the disposal of any capital items overseas is done before you get back into the UK. You can't apply a split year treatment, come back into the UK, and then dispose of your capital, your, your overseas property, uh, while you're now tax resident in the UK. You have to make the disposal before you go back. Because again, the, the capital gain overseas can fall under your worldwide liability. So whenever you're a UK tax resident, you're liable for capital gains on your worldwide income, whether that property is an overseas residential property or not. So 
think about these things and, and, and plan ahead uh, to, to use that. So split year works very well for the right people at the right time. You need to plan it. If you can plan your, your split year to take the advantage of, of the uh, tax differences, so depending on what the tax year is that you're moving into or moving out of, UK is great uh, for using in conjunction with a calendar year tax year because you've got that three-month crossover when you can use income in a current year for both periods. So have a think about that as well. If you've got any questions, contact us. You can go to our website at projectpartnership.com. You can jump on our live chat there to ask us questions. Um, if you register, you can book meetings online and chat with the, the client service team. We're happy to help you. And, and, and subscribe to our retained client service for consultant reviews and uh, advice online. Um, if you need more help, more guidance, we've got that available as well. Um, contact us at productpartnership.com. So don't forget, like the video if it's good, share it if you're impressed, and, and get your friends on board as well. Thanks for listening, and sorry about the uh, mess that we've had today with the uh, uh, usability. And I hope you like this, and we'll see you again next time.